Okay, today's vad was dedicated Miriam Bat Esther. That's the mother of one of our Talmidim, who was from the first ten Bochum in the yeshiva. Binyamin Hamawi, Mazat Hashem, the Neshama Shehav Naliyah, and the Meshpocha Shehav Nechama, and the Zechut of the Limud HaTorah, and the Zechut of the Tzedakah. Okay. So yesterday we started a topic, and I want to develop it today, bring out a certain depth, but I'm going to come from a certain angle. Wow, good morning. Come from a certain angle, which I think will open our eyes a little bit to what's going on over here in Hanukkah, as to the different approaches that the Chachme Yisrael have and the Yevonim have, Okay. It's very important to understand that. Because like we mentioned yesterday, Yavon doesn't mean only something that happened many, many, many years ago. The Yavon Mahalach, the way of working, the way of developing a person, the way of trying to be successful in this world, the Yavon Mahalach, is still here in the world in the form of a different Western culture, but not necessarily Greek, but it's still here in the world. The approach is still here in the world. The approach of the Chachma Yisrael is still here in the world. So the Milchoma continues. Bismanenu. Okay? So we need to learn how to make this work and realize how Hashem wants us to approach. So let's go into a very, very famous... Bach on Hanukkah and try to see the amkis of what the Bach is saying. The Bach explains that the reason why Yovan was able to gain control and power over the Jewish people was because originally the Jewish people went into a state of what he calls Hisrashlus Ba'avoida, Hitrashlut. You know what Hitrashlut means? They became weak. Weak in Avodah Hashem. So, they became weak in Avodah Hashem, so the Yevonim started to attack the Avodah Hashem. And mainly in the areas that they were weak in. Okay? So what did they do to fix the problem? They made Mesirut Nefesh. Mesirut Nefesh was the tikkun, was fixing the Yisrashlus Ba'avayda. Got it? And then what happened was, since this is all in the lave, he says, Avayda is in the lave, in the heart of man. So therefore, when the Chazal were the holiday, they made the holiday not Mishneh V'Simcha, not parties, but rather Avayda Shabalev which is halal vaydo. So there's obviously a lot here, because these are all code words. What does it mean, avoyda shubalev? What does it mean, israshul svavoyda? What does it mean, mesiris nefesh? Right? These are all code words. So to really understand the message and what he's saying, we have to try to open it up. Okay? So before I explain what israshul svavoyda means, I want to explain what mesiris nefesh means. Because a lot of people have a very big mistake what it means, Mesiris Nefesh. Okay? What is a Nefesh? Anybody know what a Nefesh is? 
Nefesh means your will. Okay? Your nefesh means your desires. Got it? So your soul is this, the root of where you want stuff. So it's called the nefesh. Because nefesh means you want it. Okay? So what does misirut nefesh mean? I moister my nefesh. I give over my nefesh. What does that mean? So forget about dying, okay? Because that's like the highest level. We'll get to that. What is Masiris Nefesh on a very low level? There's all kinds of Madragas in Masiris Nefesh. We face Masiris Nefesh on a daily basis. So what does it mean that I'm moister my Nefesh? Where am I giving my Nefesh to? Okay? So a Nefesh means like this. I take my desires and I elevate it to a higher purpose. I'm moister it to avoid this Hashem. That's what I'm doing. So I'm taking my nefesh and I'm moister it to avoid this Hashem. So let's take an example to understand this. It's a very deep thing. So let's say we say, People like money. Their nefesh is choymed money. That means I want guilt. I want money. So people think that mysterious nefesh means even though I want money, I will suppress that desire in order to be obedient to the Tzivoy Hashem that says you have to sit and learn. So let's say you're a Bokhar and Yeshiva, right? And you have a big desire for money, okay? But then you know that the Torah says that you have to learn. It says it in the Torah. And you don't have a heter that you should go to work because you don't have a family to support, right? So now you have a clash. You have your desire, and then you have a tzivoy to learn. Without a heter, right? So you have this clash. So people think mysterious nefesh means that I will be obedient to the commandment of the Torah, and I will suppress the desire for money, Yeah? That's what people think. Moser Nefesh to be in Yeshiva. Okay? But that's not what Moser Nefesh means. Moser Nefesh means I will take that desire for money and I will channel it to something that's bigger than me. So let's say, just for an example, these are deep subjects obviously, but let's say the person's desire for money is he likes to have more and more. Yeah, it's not necessarily to spend it. He wants to have it. He wants to collect it. More and more wealth. He wants to become wealthier and wealthier and wealthier. Okay, so he could take that power. It's not an easy work to be moisturized because he comes, to, I'm going to explain a little oimic, because he comes to the realization that his essence in life is to be a servant of Hashem. He's oivid Hashem. That means that that desire is actually given to him as a tool to serve Hashem. How is he going to use that desire to serve Hashem? He's going to take the desire for money, which by him, the desire to money is to collect and to have more and more. Yeah? And he will collect more and more mitzvahs and Torah. He will channel it. That's a mysterious nefesh. 
Mesiris Nefesh doesn't mean suppressing your desires and saying, no, it's not significant. Money, money is a bad word, you know. So now I'm going to stay focused and I'm going to be obedient. And I, No, that's not Mesiris Nefesh. Mesiris Nefesh says, right now I have a Nefesh and I have to understand my Nefesh and I have to analyze my desire for money. Because for many different people, the desire for money comes from a different place. So I'm going to, dis- to to really understand what I want. And then I'm going to take what I want and I'm going to elevate it for a higher purpose and understand that I was given to me this desire to serve Hashem with it. That's Mesiris Nefesh. You understand? Mesiris Nefesh is a very deep thing because you have to understand your desires. And that's why Mesiris Nefesh is something that looks different for each person. Because each person desires something else. And they desire things for different reasons. So you have to be very, very in touch with yourself and your desires to know how to elevate them. That's Mesiris Nefesh. You understand? The ultimate, ultimate Mesiris Nefesh is the thing that's the most dear to me is my life. That's the most, most dear to me is my life. So if I could take my life and I could be moist of that and say that my life is really given to me in my cloliestic life was given to me to serve Hashem in this world. So if it's a question of my desires versus giving it over to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to B'Kadosh Shemaim or whatever it may be, then I will do that. But Mesiris Nefesh does not only mean die. That's not what Mesiris Nefesh means. It's not life or death. It's not a black and white thing. Because if it was like that, then me and you would say, Mesiris Nefesh has nothing to do with me. You know, I live in America. There's nobody putting a gun to my head and say, bow down to a getchke. You know what a getchke is? Or I will blow your brains out. So therefore, since that doesn't exist in today's society... I don't have to make Mesiris Nefesh, you know. But that's a big mistake. Mesiris Nefesh is negated to everybody every day of their life. Because Mesiris Nefesh means by definition what I want. I want covet. I want money. I want to become big. Noticed. You understand? That's, that's what I want. My nefesh wants that. So then I say, you know what? I'm going to channel that to want to be noticed by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Oh, very good. I want to reveal myself. So I'm not going to say, you know what? I'm going to take that and channel it to reveal Hashem. Because I have this power. This, this is in me. This is part of my reality. So I'm moiser. I'm giving over my ritzonot for a higher purpose with the understanding that really, that's why they were given to me in the first place. Okay, that's Mesiris Nefesh. Got it? So what's the opposite of Mesiris Nefesh? The opposite of Mesiris Nefesh, obviously in the lowest, lowest level, is if you're following your desires completely. You're running after money, you're running after Taibus Noshim, you're running after Gaiva, okay, that's the lowest level. But there's a big thing between the lowest and the highest. So you can have by great people, which in the time of the Hanukkah miracle were definitely great people, 
you could have what it's called Hisrashlus Bavoida. What does it mean, Hisrashlus Bavoida? That means that my, I'm not being Moser, my Nefesh, Rabbi. I can be even obedient, but I'm not Moser, my Nefesh. That means it didn't become my will. It didn't become my passion. I didn't take myself and elevate myself as a person. I may behave. I don't want to break laws, you know. I don't want Hashem to get mad at me. I don't want to get punished. But I'm not serving Him with my soul. I'm serving Him more with my body. That could be Yisrael Shlomo too. Do you understand? So again, let's go full circle there. It's very important. We've got to notice. This is what our life is about. Okay? It's a very deep point. So again, the Bach says... The problem with the people was that they were misrashal bavoy. They were weak in avoid. So in our mind, we automatically draw a picture in our mind, the guy sleeping through shachrit. Misrashal bavoy. He's battling per se. Misrashal bavoy. Misrashal bavoy doesn't have to be so like that. The reason why you're sleeping through shachas, if you go into the oimik of it, is because you have a ratson to sleep. That's why. So there can be a rashes by that you still have a rotten to sleep and you still have no interest in doing what you're doing, but you are obedient and you come to shachas anyway. It's still a rashes It's not uh, the worst level, but it's a level of missing in avoid. You understand? If the Torah says clearly in many, many sources in the Torah that says that Torah is sweet and it's more geschmack than money. And it's unbelievable, you know. But that's only if your nefesh is there. If your desires are there. So if I say, listen, I'm going to learn because I have to learn. Okay? I have to learn. That's a level, it's true. But it's still, it's rationalist bavoyne. Because your nefesh is still, money is gishmak. Other things are gishmak. I'm going to force myself to do this. Now, to a certain degree, these are very deep things and they have to be really understood well. To a certain degree, that's also lacking in Bechira. Because the truest sense of Bechira is to come to a level that you want it completely. You choose it and you want it completely. That requires mysterious Nefesh. So you see how we turn mysterious Nefesh from a gun to your head to a whole different sugya. Got it? That's mysterious nefesh. And mysterious nefesh doesn't have to be necessarily hard. It just, it's, it's hard in the sense that you're changing your flavors. You're changing the way you approach. It's the changing where your ritzonot are taking place. It's a work, for sure. You understand? But the ultimate of the work is that it's gonna be geschmack at the end. Because that's my nefesh. My nefesh means I want it. So it's gonna be geschmack at the end, okay? Now. The sheet of Yivonim is the opposite of Mesiris Nefesh. And this is a very deep point. Okay? This is a very deep point. I want to try to mazber it clear. The sheet of Yivonim is, they only go, what we said yesterday, with the mukhash, with what their senses feel, right? Anything they can see with their senses, they can perceive with their senses, anything that their hergation could feel, that's reality. Anything that's out of that realm, is not real, right? That's the fear. That means that the nefesh stays exactly where it is. Okay? Some people, 
in their nefesh, they want to be givers. That's also something in the nefesh. Could be a noble thing in your nefesh, right? There's a lot of different things in your nefesh. Now, based on their nefesh, they create the intellectual mahalach, how you could live the life of your nefesh in a happy, peaceful, ethical society. Okay? So it's something like a, a shito that is imposed in the world. Let's say you're a Democrat or a liberal, right? Let's say. So you have, based on their emotions and feelings, they have like a certain shita. And then they make law and you have to be obedient. So if they're in power, then you have to be obedient to that. But the nefesh still didn't move. I still want what I want. So the seichel and the mahalach and the chukim and the dinim and the society has to go around the nefesh. Okay? Now that's the opposite by us. By us, the emet comes from above. Hashem is kaveya, the framework. Hashem says, this is what I want from you. Hashem is kaveya, the framework. Now, Hashem didn't say, I have a shita, just like Democrats have a shita, and Republicans have a shita, and the liberals have a shita, and the conservatives have a shita. I have a shita, and you have to be obedient to my shita. That's not what Hashem wants. That's not what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us to be obedient to his shita, just like the Democrats want people to be obedient to their shita. No, not at all. Because in the world, that's how it works. The one country has shitas, the other country says, no, communism shita, that's a bad shita, you know. And then they fight, they go to war over that. They get killed over that, you understand? Because we have both trying to achieve the same thing, but we say, your ma'alach is krum, you know. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not saying, Rabbi say I have a shita. This is how you have to be. You have to do this, you have to do that, you have to behave like that. Based on my shita, these are the codes of behavior, and now you have to be obedient to it. That's not what Hashem wants. It's not what He wants. Hashem wants misirut nefesh. But not misirut nefesh, the mistaken misirut nefesh that you think. Not you personally, but people think. Misirut nefesh means, I want money. I love it. It's geschmack. You know, for me, there's nothing more geschmack than checking my bank account in the morning and seeing it went up. You know? I have stocks. And I check in the morning and I see the green. Ah, muyridik, not shayach, you know. For me, that's my nefesh. I choymed the money, I love it, right. Oh, but Hashem says He wants me to learn and He wants me to do mitzvahs. So therefore I'm going to suppress that desire for money and I'm going to be obedient and listen to Him. No, that's not what Hashem wants. Ultimately what Hashem wants is that you should take your nefesh, that means you take the concept of the Torah, and you elevate your desire to that. So I could say, you know what, where is the chemdis moment coming from? I'm going to elevate that desire. And now, when I see, I learned another page of Gemara, I'm going to say, aha, and yoter ashir, than I was yesterday. I have more than I had yesterday. Wow. Unbelievable. You understand? I once heard a, a saw, I think I saw it written, a shmuz from Gershon Edelstein, where he said that the midah of sakranut, you know what sakranut is? Anybody know what sakranut is? You know the Hebrew. 
Yeah, curiosity. Okay? The mid of Sakranut, which took a lot of kids off the derech, because they were very curious to know what goes on in the city, and what goes on here, and what goes on there, and therefore it drew them away from the Gemara, right? Sakranut, curiosity is a dangerous thing. But he says from the mid of Sakranut, you can finish the whole Torah. Because if I see in myself that my nefesh, my will, is to be a sakran. I see that. Because I, I know why I'm looking at the news. I know why I'm checking out different cultures. I know why I'm looking at this and what's going on over here and this. And I know. Sakran. And he's sakran gamur. Ah. Moise nefesh means I take that nefesh called sakranut. And I channel it to be a sakran to know what Rashi says on the topic all over. And what Toysav says on the topic all over. So now I took the nefesh and I put it into Avoida, which is bigger than me. You follow? That's Messiah's nefesh. That's what Hashem wants. So you see how there's a big clash in Mahalchem. Because in the Yavah Mahalchem, the nefesh never changes. Kesef ani rotze. Problem. Ani rotze kesef, ata rotze kesef. We all want kesef. So now what? If I'm going to go after kesef totally, and you're going to go after kesef totally, somebody's going to shoot somebody, like in the Wild West, you know? So therefore, we're going to create a society, how to make business in an ethical, proper way, that it could go. How we can advance. So it worked. It's a sickly as the Kazakh. Economics is a very sickly as the Kazakh. How to work. All the desires of man in a very legalized way. So I can make competition. I can make advertisement, which is playing off your medias. But it's in a legalized way. Some people, they like to beat the living daylights out of people, you know. So they can make that legal too. You can make a boxing ring and you can punch also. You understand? So I can work with the Ritzoyinus Adam and figure out how to make a society with that. That goes. Not a problem. So where's all the Seichel coming from? Around the Midas. You understand? So that's what we said from the Svarim. Yavan is Yud, is the Chokhmah. For whatever reason in Kabbalah, Yud is the Chokhmah. The Nun is Bina. That's other facet of Seichel. And then the Vav, which is the Midas, is in the middle. It means everything is serving the Midot. That's the way it goes. By us, it's the other way around. The Emes comes from above. Hashem is the Emet. Okay? That's the Emes. The Seichel grasps the truth. Then we elevate the Midas to the truth. That's Mesiru Nefesh. So Hanukkah was, Hisrashul Ba'avayda means... They weren't serving Hashem with the nefesh. Ah, they could have been serving, but not with the nefesh. Doesn't mean they were bombs. They were serving, but not with the nefesh. The serious nefesh means it brought that back in. So that's a very deep point in Avodas Hashem, which I think we have to think about and implement that. Okay, let's stop here for today.